so you guys sort of slowly make your way through the crowd, and then Zach's like, "All right, into the restaurant, into the restaurant," and sort of leads you guys into the restaurant. Okay. And uh, is it a place where we see ourselves, or do we have to wait for somebody to get us a table? Uh, you come up to a sort of like uh, a man who's sort of like, um, I guess you could call him the maitre d' of some sort. And he goes like, ah, are you uh, a la carte or buffet? Buffet. Ah, well then, uh, seat yourselves, and, uh, and he hands you like a little flag, and just put this on your table. All right, um, I'm going to do as he says, and uh, grab us a table and sit down. Yeah. So as you sort of sit down, Zach kind of like leans back and is like, okay, we're good. We're good. Everything's fine. Hey, could you give us an explanation of what's going on? What the hell? I've got the ability to make people see things, things that aren't there. You can call them illusions if you want. All I did was I made it look like that we were continuing walking down the street. So those guys are going to follow us like a bunch of chumps and we can sit here and enjoy our meal. And why did they stop? And you actually look over and you see that the three men are just sort of standing like right outside the restaurant. They're clearly not looking in the restaurant, but they've just stopped right in front of it. Are you sure that your illusions are so reliable? They worked on those robot things in fucking Liberty City. Oh, don't come in here. Don't come in here. Don't come in here. Don't come in here. And then all of a sudden, as if... Like, just the the man the, with the gray hair looks over into the restaurant and walks in. You better not... It's a, a man don't mean Where to God, if I don't get a chance to talk to Lee and ask for that face cream. <laughs> you can see that while this is happening, like, Zack is crumbling. Like, something has very clearly made a massive blow to his confidence. At which point, the, um, the man sort of, like, goes to the maitre d' and he just points at the table, walks over... And as he stands at sort of the head of the table, he goes, Hello, young master. It's been a while. And then Zach just, Hello, Dimitri. You may as well pull up a seat. You're already here. And Wait, he sort is of, this guy like your butler or something? <clears throat> well, we have something of that sort of relationship, don't we, young master? Uh, don't call it a relationship. <sighs> gang? Dimitri? Dimitri? Meet the gang. Dimitri is my... Uh, Father's right-hand man. Uh, pretty much the sort of most loyal person to him, you could say. Ah, yes. The master does hold my, uh, shall we say, ethic in high regard. How are you doing, young master? You seem to be doing well. And you can just tell that, like, Zack is very much not wanting to be a part of this conversation. Zack, is this person bothering you? And I am making direct eye contact with Dimitri, and my body... Like, my posture and my body language is hostile on the verge of becoming violent. Now, now, let's not get too hasty. I'm just simply here to ask for the master to come, the young master to come back voluntarily. I was speaking to my friend, not to you. (laughs) Your body language says otherwise. (laughs) Maybe if you quit focusing on teens' bodies and go do your whatever job his dad wants you to do. I'm doing that right now. Now, young master, I... So you don't have, like, a teapot or something to be shining? I understand, young master, that you and your father have had differences. And with this, Zack just kind of snapped. Differences? He told me he was dead. He told me she was dead, Dimitri. Dead. Not estranged, not living elsewhere. Dead. For 15 years. Yeah, we've got differences. 
I can't trust a dude who lies through his teeth like that. Now, now, please. Do calm yourself. You're making a scene. And Zack kind of, like, leans back in the thing and kind of huffs a little bit. Now. Sorry, do... Lee. <laughs> the major D at the front just, uh, one of the uh, the waiters just kind of, like, you know, is like, oh, it's fine, it's fine. Um, basic, uh, at this point, Dimitri goes, now, I would like to ask that you'd come back of your own accord. I don't want to see this dragged out any longer. And as you know, I do have a reputation to uphold. And with that, Zach kind of goes, how did you even know that we were in here? And with that, Dimitri's face kind of like goes, and it's like, you know, it was the strangest thing. I saw, I could have sworn that I'd seen you and your group moving down the street. And yet when I came in front of this, I felt like I was being beckoned in by something. Could have sworn I'd, Never mind. Uh, Amanda's now, lo <laughs> Amanda now looking into her menu. <laughs> Some menus. We're not ordering a la carte. No, you are. So you I have picked up the drink menu, the, like the alcoholic drinks menu. Yeah, uh, yeah it's it. the drinks menu. Sure, I'll say that. But never mind. I would like to ask you, forget it, Dimitri. I'm not going back with you. That is a shame. And Dimitri kind of does a little flourish to look at his wristwatch. And you suddenly see Zach, like, grab the tip of it, like, the, his neck, and he kind of goes, You son of a... Okay, now I'm going to pull the glove off, and I'm going to aim my palm directly at Dimitri's face. Oh, God. <laughs> Get out. Dimitri just raises his hand and says, Easy, it's only a mild tranquilizer. He'll only be at... out for a couple of minutes. Out. The um... master wishes to extend a offer to all of you his traveling companions. I only did that because I know that the young master can be quite, shall we say, persuasive if he is allowed to keep talking. If you give Zack over to me, the master will consider the matter settled. You may keep the RV, and as you make end, he will stop having us look for you. You can be free and clear, as it were. All you have to do is hand him over to me. Uh... Look, Jeeves, uh, as, much as, I <laughs> as much as I wish that I, I, I could tell Zach what to do and get him to shut up, uh, he's not going to listen to us. And he damn, if he's not going to listen to us, he ain't going to listen to you either. So why don't you go take your whatever this is, motion motions to his face and or entire look, um, and get back into whatever like stretch limousine I'm sure you walked out of. Uh, before uh, I have to make this an incident, which is the last thing that I want to do, because these people are very nice. And she uh, waves it to me. She waves at Lee. <laughs> Lee, uh, like at this point, Marcus, your uh, little jump. You, like the restaurant has kind of come to a bit of a standstill, as now yep. everybody is looking at the table. Mm -hmm. And oh, it's kind of, of like it's good. It's good. We don't need any more water. Don't worry about it. And then she like and then, <laughs> and her face slowly turns towards um uh the dimitri and then like uh, her hand touches the table and the, uh, the like the cutlery on the table and like the the uh napkin dispenser begins like floating a little bit and it's like and like the tablecloth begins like shifting well i'm afraid that's just something i can't do now i will be leaving with zach whether we want to uh Start a, how did you put this? An incident. Well, I'm leaving that entirely up to you, but I am not leaving. 
Very well. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna open... Yeah, basically, I'm gonna do the flashbang thing right in his face. All right. Uh, so I'm gonna say that is, uh, directly engaging a threat. Okay. So, uh, am I rolling danger for this? Yes. Okay, cool. Let's, uh, see what happens. One sec. Okay. Six plus two. That is an eight total. All right. So, you get to choose one option. Resist or avoid their blows. Take something from them. Create an opportunity for your allies. Or impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. Okay, um, resist or avoid their blows. If he's gonna try to come at me, then basically... Well, don't, you have to, don't you have to pick, like, surprise or, or frighten because you're shooting him in the eyes? Uh, no, he can choose which have to. I, yeah. I, it... Um, alright, um, I always go with resist or avoid their blows. If he tries to go at us, basically, this isn't an... I'm gonna say that because of his reflexes, this isn't enough to blind him, but this is enough that if he tries to swing at me with his eyes closed, I'm able to duck underneath whatever he throws at me. All right. He also so, might not be ready for you being made out of metal. <laughs> that too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm actually going to say that's exactly what happens. So as you attempt, like you start charging up the capacitors in your arm and you hear that like telltale whine and you yep. see one of the guys, he's, you see him do that like wrist flourish again and the dart just hits you and goes, Tink, and falls onto the table. And Dimitri looks pleasantly surprised by this as yeah. you set off the flashbang, only for you to realize that those sunglasses they're wearing, those are like anti-blinding technology. Hmm. And Out so- of curiosity, uh, sorry, when he fired the dart at me, where did he hit me? Uh, the neck. Okay, yeah, I'm just gonna say that, yeah, like you said, the tink, it's still lodged in my neck. I just reach up and I just deftly pluck it out. All right. So when he when he uh, is surprised by um, well, he's not surprised, but, oh, but he's definitely what, like like he's surprised by that. But he clearly when, the flashback. Well, okay. No well, well, when he's focused on Marcus, um, I'm gonna use unleash my powers. All right. Uh, oh, thank God. Okay. Uh, that is a ten. All right. So what are you attempting to do? I'm going to reshape the environment by uh i'm going to fling him uh i'm going to fling the tablecloth uh towards him and have it pull him out the window without damaging anything in this place all right um so you so ba you the immediately the tablecloth goes for dimitri dimitri like props himself off the table and rolls backwards it doesn't catch him it does catch one of the guys behind him uh, as you kind of, like, drag him across the restaurant. Unfortunately, you are, like, running into a bunch of patrons, like, tables. So, dishware is getting knocked over, cutlery is going things, people are, like, clearing out. Uh, and you said you wanted to pull him through the window? I want- I wanted- so, essentially, my goal was to make him leave the building without damaging anything in the building. Okay. Or, or so, like, yeah. or not causing significant damage. Like, I don't want to shoot him through the wall. And then, right. have, and then force these poor people to have to pay for that. Yeah. Um, so I wanted I mean, to shoot him out the window. Like, anything that gets him to leave, honestly. Okay, you actually, uh, like I said, so you do knock over a bunch of tables and cutlery. There's, like, a bunch of crashing noises. Yeah, like, she doesn't mind if she breaks some dishes. Like, that's not that big a deal. Yeah. But... Um, then you manage to push the guy, basically, like, out the door of the restaurant. Like, there's a couple people coming in. They open the door, and he just kind of, like, flies out. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, uh, so uh, what happens next? At this point, the entire restaurant is, you know, clearing the hell out. 
uh, you see Lee, like, kind of leaving, and he looks at you and goes, like, gives you a, like, what the hell look? No, Lee! <laughs> Your new best friend. I didn't even get to be his friend. Oh, You're an acquaintance. Uh, Alright, um, so what is everybody right. else doing? Can you remind One me guy exactly is out for now, uh, but I will say that there is still Dimitri and the other goon, uh, and they both look like they are, you know, ready to rumble, as it were. And not a thing. Oh, Harry just answered my question. And oh. those those two guys are still inside the uh, the restaurant, right? Dimitri and the and uh, one of the the redheaded men. The Goon other one is two. like outside. Yes, goon number two. The other one is outside the restaurant. Um, you have a feeling that if he manages to like untangle himself from the tablecloth, he can probably get back in. Like you pushed him out. You didn't necessarily keep him out. Uh, mm -hmm. So uh, uh, Amanda's gonna say, "Grab Zach and let's go." All right. Uh, I am going to, uh, instead of doing that, I'm going to uh, like run, uh, like directly at this guy. So, would you count this as uh, charge into a fight without hedging my bets? Yeah, I'd say so. Cool. I'm going <laughs> to shift my danger up and my savior down. Elliot, no! <laughs> and I'm going to directly engage a threat. All right, roll it. And because I can't not, I'm going to activate in a china shop. <laughs> oh! I was I was gonna say, oh no, why why ever so right, why did you let right. the bullet to the chest? <laughs> oh good. Uh, what does in in a China shop do, Sean? Uh, uh, when I directly engage a threat, you can cause significant collateral damage to no! the environment. <laughs> <laughs> you can choose an additional option even on a miss. All right. <laughs> Uh, which I actually, um, managed to just make it. So, uh, I'm going to pick, uh, resist or avoid their blows and, um, as my additional one, um, uh, I'm going to, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm going to impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. All right. So, Amanda, you spent a lot of time, a lot of care, making sure that someone got out of the restaurant without, like, as minimal collab, like, minimal problems as possible. And then, as you are satisfied with your handiwork, Elliot gets up and starts running. Uh, are you aiming at, uh, are you are you going for Goon 2 or Dimitri? Dimitri. All right. So I am going to say that Dimitri very deftly manages to get out of the way. Like, it's clear that this guy has some sort of combat training. Unfortunately, uh, Goon 2 is not nearly prepared, and you charge, and you hit him. And that man is going through that front window. <laughs> just out onto the street the front of the restaurant facade is ruined as he like knocks over like a a, a bunch of patio furniture and a heater but yeah uh, Goon 2 definitely out of this fight and I'm going to say uh, so I choose whether they're impressed surprised or frightened yes John yep alright I'm going to say that um, he is surprised as he sort of, you hear him say, well, that wasn't on the dossier. No matter, the mission remains the same. And once again, he sort of gets into a fighting stance. Okay. Um, seeing as the tides have kind of turned in our favor and we do outnumber the remaining people, Ankh is gonna um, kind of take the back seat here and just, um, uh, you know, grab his unconscious friend and try and get out. All right. And I'm going to... I'm just going to unleash my powers on this one. Okay. Um, yeah, so Ankh, 
uh, as has been covered before, is extre like extremely flexible. It's got no bones and can effectively like exert hydraulic pressure to pull off extreme feats of strength. Like normally picking up someone who's about the same size as you and weighs the same is difficult. It makes it hard to move. But Ankh can kind of get around that, you know? Because he doesn't have to move like an actual person. Yeah. Um, and your physics have an interesting relationship. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it's not even that. He's just, you know, he's, he's built different. <laughs> Rip to you, but I'm built different. <laughs> um, sorry, is that a, a, a D6? 2D6? 2D6. 2D6, great. 2D6 plus freak. Plus freak. Uh, excellent, excellent. All right, that's an eight. Okay, so uh, you can choose. You can either mark a condition, or you can. I can tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. Right. Um, hmm. Yeah, go ahead. How is this uh, unstable or temporary? So just remind me, so basically you're altering your shape in such a way so that you can just like scoop Zack up like a, like an excavator and carry him out, right? Yep. All right, so I'm gonna say that the effect is um, unstable because as you kind of scoop him up, you basically have to take him out of the back, which is through the kitchen. And as you enter into the kitchen, you realize that was a horrible idea because it is super hot. They've oh, got like walks going, with these very high concentration jets. And basically you're having problems because now like you're expanding because of the sudden change in temperature. Oh no. <laughs> and you are just now getting all up in a bunch of like, you know, cooking utensils and other sort of stuff. Oh no. As you like, you, me. yeah, as you kind of like move, you slosh a little bit and you like slam a bunch, like slam a bunch of your body into like, um, uh, like a cut, like a cabinet, and knock over some dishware. Like it's just—it's really hard to kind of keep stable as you make your way out the back. Okay, but uh, but I do I make it out the back? Yes, you do. Okay. And I'm going to say when this happens, Dimitri kind of ducks, manages to juke around, uh, tries to juke around Elliot, and he is in hot pursuit. Okay. All right. So Dimitri's on the move. Amanda's head to the back, standing there like with her mouth agape, like. <laughs> Like, and then, and then when she like recovers, she just looks at Elliot with like the most like I can't fucking believe this <laughs> face. <laughs> you motherfucker! And then she runs after Ankh, and and as she's leaving, she yells, "I'll be back, Lee! I promise!" <sighs> uh, I mean, at this point, Lee is like out of the restaurant. Oh no, right? she said that to no one. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna say uh, Ankh. You are attempting to move through the kitchen, but you don't get as far away from Dimitri as you'd like. And you suddenly hear like a capacitor charging up similar to what um, Marcus's hands do. And um, you suddenly hear like the arcing of electricity as you realize the gloves he's wearing are taser gloves. Uh -oh. And he is going to attempt to tase you. Okay. So I'm gonna say that is take a power, unless someone wishes to defend, uh, that is I will. Be... I will defend. All right. All right. That is a plus savior. Yes. Seven. Seven. Uh, you expose yourself to danger or escalate the situation. But. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. So choose. Uh, I. Uh, see, uh, as the as uh, the character, I would want to put myself in danger. But as it being funnier, I'm going to escalate the situation. All right. Uh, also, you can choose. You can add a team to the pool. 
uh, take influence over the person, uh, over someone you protect, or clear a condition? Um, I will clear my guilty because I'm defending Ankh. All right. Yeah. Um, now, have... now, is, now is my time to defend Ankh after I was a dick to him. Did we get a, a, a cool of team at the start of this fight? Right. You are. I have totally forgot about that. My bad. Um, when you enter. So you have two right now. Um, who would you say would be the leader of this fight? Cool. I'm going to say Marcus. Marcus is the one who started the song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd yeah. say Marcus. All right. I mean, technically, in a sense, but they, let's be real. They're the ones who started this. Yeah, but like you're <laughs> the, the one who started it. But you took the initiative to make the first punch. Yeah. So you threw the first True. punch, which is, which in a group this, like, motley, that's pretty much enough to be considered the leader. <laughs> <of the game>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Extreme, like, who's got the punchy stick vibes. Uh-huh. Um, Mom says it's I my have... turn to start the fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so, Chris, do you have influence over every other member, uh, over every teammate? Uh, I, I think I do. Oh, yeah. all right. So that is a three for the team so far. Uh, does everyone have the same purpose in the fight? Yeah. Um, uh, assholes out. Actually, maybe not in this situation, because mine is get away, for, get away with Zach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Elliot and Marcus seem to want to fight. <laughs> uh, no, El- uh, Elliot's thing is actually just protecting Zach. He just sees the appropriate uh, like amount of violence to be the, the, the fastest way to do that. You know, when yes. all you have is a semi-invulnerable body... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Everything mm. looks like a china shop. Yes. <laughs> mm. Alright, um, uh, so that is another team. So, so far we're at four. Uh, does anyone mistrust the current leader or the team? Uh, no, oh, I'm good. All right. Uh, is your team off balance or ill-prepared? Absolutely. Yes. All right. Yes. <laughs> okay. So uh, you have three team in the pool, uh, and you said that you wanted to. Uh, you're escalating the situation. Yes. Yes. All right. Hmm. I'm trying to figure out because, like, you probably are still of the mind that you want to avoid causing as much collateral damage as possible. Oh yeah, that's what she's intending. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't necessarily mean that's what happens. Yeah. So I'm going to say you start, like, reaching out for any sort of, um, like, large enough object that you can reasonably, like, use to defend um, Ankh from these taser gauntlets to try and, like, intercept it. And uh, unfortunately, the nearest thing that you're able to grab is, like, like, uh, a drawer that was inside the restaurant. And you just kind of rip that shit off the walls. You bring it, like, through the door that you just kind of did. Not the right way, mind you, the wrong way. So it just, boosh! But it does also, manage to intercept. Also, uh, just for, for reference, um, at this point, sh- she has summoned her staff. So she's running around this, like, crowd, like cramped kitchen with a big stick. Yes, so you've managed to do so. that. And as you even get out the back, uh, there's still, like, a lot of people around. And you realize that this is going to be hard because you can't really just swing at this guy with this thing because obviously people are going to get in the way. Like, they've cleared yeah. up a little bit, but they're not, like, you know, out out of the way. All right. So we've essentially brought civilians into this, is what you're telling me? Yes. Okay. Uh, do... So our... Is, so is, um... right now, my recollection is Ankh and uh, Amanda are outside the restaurant out the back. Elliot and Marcus, I'm assuming that you guys, like, follow suit. Uh, yeah, that sounds good. 
Oh, I'm also going to say, Amanda, as part of the escalating the situation, uh, Goon 1 that you just sort of gently pushed out of the restaurant, uh, he manages to come around the corner and has, like, reconvened with Dimitri. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So, Elliot, uh, Marcus, you guys kind of come out to this scene in the alley. Onk is, like, uh, hustling Zack away as fast as he can. And uh, Amanda is sort of giving them cover. What do you two want to do? I'm actually considering... Uh, you can come back to me. Um, if nothing else, okay. I, I still have my... Um, I, if, if push comes to shove, I still have holes for to defend um, Zach and uh, and Amanda. So if something threatens them, I can just be there. Intercede. Yeah. All right. I can come out of nowhere. <laughs> cool. Uh, just double check. Uh, how many of these guys are pursuing us directly right now? Right now, it's just two. It's Dimitri and Goon 1. Okay, um, Dimitri and Goon 1. Okay, yes. then I guess I am going to, uh, I'm going to hang back and I'm going to slow them down. Uh, basically, I'm going to engage in good old hand-to-hand -hand combat with Dimitri and I'm going to directly engage a threat. All right, roll danger. Okay, uh, that is a 7. Okay, so choose one. Resist or avoid their blows, take something from them, create an opportunity for your allies, or impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. Resist or avoid their blows again. So right. basically, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm in the good old-fashioned boxing stance, and basically, I'm going to be throwing... Uh, yeah, uh, basically, I'm going to be trying to go for the joints, and I'm going to try to get Dimitri in an arm lock. All right. So you... Uh, like, So one thing that you find out immediately, uh, Dimitri has probably a similar level of training that you do and mm. is fairly strong. Like he's not empowering you, but he's not like, but he's not like immediately yielding when you hit him. And um, I'm gonna say that Dimitri manages to sort of like throw a punch, and as you feint to block, he basically just tags in Goon One, who almost immediately mm. takes his place, and he sort of ducks around you and continues his pursuit of Amanda and Ankh. God damn it! Okay, they're coordinated. Yeah, and um, but you do manage to avoid the blows. So basically, the the goon one who also seems to have some sort of training, but yeah, he's not really able to land a good hit on you. Mm, okay. And I'm gonna say that Dimitri is chasing after uh, Amanda. This time, Dimitri is going to try bypass Amanda. Is going to try and bypass Amanda entirely. So you try and bring up that drawer to sort of like slow him down, and without even breaking a sweat, Dimitri just kind of vaults over it and props off and jumps over that and is now going to attempt to attack Ankh. No! And you hear the taser gloves, like, wind up again. Uh, w would this count as defending Zack as well, if I... Yes. Alright. So I'm gonna spend my hold on Zack to, to, for Elliot to come out of nowhere. <laughs> oh yeah, you, you Kool-Aid man through a wall. Just... And just, like, right into this guy. And since I'm also defending Ankh, I can roll plus danger. Because nice. I, I am a defender. And my dice shouldn't have fallen on the floor, so I'm going to re-roll that real quick. Um, okay, so that is an 8. Alright, uh, so you expose yourself to danger or escalate the situation. I'll expose myself to danger. Alright, uh, so add a team to the pool. Uh, take influence over someone, and then you can also choose uh, one, add a team to the pool, take influence over someone you protect, or clear a condition. I'm going to uh, use my uh, there when it matters to to instead uh, choose to gain a hold on Ankh. Alright. Hmm. So you come barreling out of basically the wall, 
and you attempt to come at Dimitri, and you do catch him a bit off guard, um, and you do manage to stop him, but almost instinctively, uh, like, Dimitri manages to back up just enough that he doesn't actually, like, get completely, uh, like, you know, knocked on his ass, and then he is going to do, uh, a flourish with his other wrist, and you feel a very tiny, like, poke just at your neck, oh, and no. all of a sudden, you start feeling really good. Oh, your muscles are getting loose. Like, you're not sleepy. You're not knocked out like Zack is. But you're starting to feel real. But maybe it's the fact that you're a lot tougher. But all it's doing is really just making you feel really relaxed. Oh, and no. Now oh, my God. He shot you full of good vibes. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, that's Guys, I'm vibing so hard. All right. So, uh, you're feeling good as this tranquilizer is trying to make you relax a little bit, but you manage to, like, kind of, like, you don't exactly shake it off, but you do manage to be like, okay, focus, and you manage to kind of power through. Uh, you stand strong, you mark potential, and say, so how does, uh, do you weather the blow? Like, do you, are you able to process the stuff out of your thing, or is it just, like, you focus and you make sure that you're not gonna start, you know, like, falling over? I, I, I think it's just that, like, he's... Like, his, like, inherent, like, toughness makes it so he's just only pleasantly buzzed. <laughs> yeah. The Wait. goon thought that this would knock you unconscious. Little does he know this is the man who survived three cheese logs. <laughs> Ultra Constitution. All right. All uh, the cheese in his system actually uh, negated. It's not his magic. It's not anything else. It's, it's <laughs> cheese logs have a natural, like... <laughs> Yeah, why, well, why the stomach has a thick oil coating? <laughs> why did he choose the tranquilizers that bind to dairy proteins? God damn it! <laughs> Implying that cheese logs actually have cheese in them. <laughs> no, no, it's cheese with T H E Z Z. <laughs> oh god, just this neon yellow like uh, color to them. It's like hardened. It, it's it's. It's like liquid sludge inside of hardened sludge, is what I think of oh. when I think of the cheese log. You, you can like slice it into little chunks and grill it up in the morning to put on your fucking breakfast sausage. Or yeah, breakfast there, was, there was also oh. a deep fried cheese log, but none of us could be, are, are enough, of a per, enough of a freak to be able to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Even Elliot. Yeah. Um, okay, I think Ankh is going to take advantage of this kind of opening to assess the situation. All right. Uh, roll plus... Which is a zero for me. Um, but that's still a seven. Alright, so you get to ask one. Uh, what here can I use to blank? What here is the biggest threat? What here is in the greatest danger? What here is most vulnerable to me? How could we best end this quickly? Okay, Ankh is not in a position to end this quickly. But um, I'm going to ask uh, what here can I use to blank? Um, and uh, what here can I use to get away like all right get, get away clean i guess okay so um basically you realize from like like kind of looking over your shoulder and watching as dimitri is like chasing at dimitri and the goons chasing after you you realize these guys are only human you're like able to stretch in such a way that you can just pull yourself up onto a nearby rooftop and you suddenly are like out of his vision and completely like incapable of being followed oh yeah i could do that <laughs> oh no, what am I going to do? Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, uh, that'll probably take another unleashing of my powers. Mm -hmm. 
Um, yeah, if no one has anything else they want to... Go ahead. Okay, great. Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna get up there on the rooftops. Okay. Um, mm, that's a six. Does someone want to give me a team? Yes. Okay. Um, right. Amanda's gonna give you a lift. <laughs> give me a boost! Give me yeah. a boost! You like, you do like the, you put like a ramp in front of him, and then as Ankh runs over it, you like flip it up so it sort of launches him in the air. Literally a spring. <laughs> um, yeah, Boing. and I uh, get up on the rooftop, I'm getting away, but I also mark a condition. You can mark a condition, or you can tell me how the effect is unstable or temporary. Yeah, I, I think I want to take the condition afraid, because um, in doing this, like, Ankh has gotten himself and Zach away from immediate danger, but also has, like, separated them from the team, right? Yeah. And, you know, Ankh's, like, watching these guys put up some a serious fight. Like, this is this is scary. This is not something that he wants to be involved with, so. Yeah. Alright, yeah. so I will say, with that, Ankh, you are basically free and clear, but yes, you do separate yourself from the group. Okay. So, uh, basically, uh, Amanda and uh, Elliot... And Marcus, to a certain extent, you see uh, Dimitri like raise uh, a finger up to his ear and basically say, target visual lost, regroup. And with that, he sort of takes off running sort of vaguely in the direction that uh, they were heading, but you're not sure, but it doesn't seem like he's trying to follow Ankh. It looks like he's just trying to get out of there, which he's doing with pretty like effective efficiency, uh, pretty good efficiency. Uh, Marcus, the goon that you're fighting, like you hear some sort of chatter over the uh, the earpiece in his ear, and immediately he kind of just ducks back and starts running away from you. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. All right. Uh, it's, does it go to me or is it somebody else's turn? Well, hey, go I, ahead. I'm, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Were you talking to me or somebody else? Yeah. Yeah. No. Go ahead, Chris. Hey. Oh. Okay. Again, uh, this, this game doesn't really have turns, so if you feel yeah. like you have something you want to do, go ahead. So yeah, basically, uh, do you pursue or do you? I'll say you're a you're a fair distance away from Elliot uh, and Amanda, so basically, you can either pursue this guy or you can sort of touch base with them to figure out what the hell like what's going on. I feel like I need to touch base with the team. So uh, if he's gonna break and run, then I'm gonna turn and I'm gonna run after the rest of the group. All right, so it doesn't take too long, but you manage to catch up with um, Elliot and uh, Amanda. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, where are the others? Um, well, Ankh went up on the building, uh, and I, uh, I mean, we could follow him, but and she just looks back at the restaurant. I, uh, yeah, and let's, at let's this, follow him. Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to say that as you attempt to leave, uh, the crowd of people that were like kind of doing something are no longer like letting you through. Like they're kind of forming a wall between you guys following further along. And it. as you look around, Amanda, you actually see Lee. And beside him is a relatively sort of like uh, portly gentleman uh, who just looks stark raving mad. Oh as he shells, who's gonna pay for all this? Um, Yeah, I just look at Amanda and Elliot. Oh, I look at Elliot already. Right. <laughs> um, uh, hello, um, my, um, I'm <laughs> Amanda, uh, Kurt Crowley, uh, uh, th this is, um, uh, uh, if you'd like to direct your, uh, questions, uh, um, you can talk to, uh, uh I'm gonna lean into Elliot. What, what's Zach's dad's name? 
I don't uh, think Elliot knows that information. I don't think any of you know that information. I agree. Amanda would probably be the one who who know that who would know that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess. Does, does Amanda know? Uh, did you really care to know more about Zach's family when uh, you? What's Zach? Okay. What's, what's Zach's last name? Uh, Grius. Uh, uh, there's a uh, um, uh, Mr. Grius, and he'll uh, be covering everything. Um, just, I just need to phone him if you don't mind. I'll just. Uh, no, 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 no. Listen, you aren't doing anything. I'm calling the cops and we are getting this settled right now. Marcus, I'm going to say that you know, considering that you guys are currently in possession of a stolen vehicle, uh, getting the cops involved is a bad idea. Mm, Amanda uh, like, clutches her fist and, like, and is like such like a grimace on her face. And she's like, I'm really no, 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 sorry hold about on. this. Hold on. Um, Elliot has a thing. Oh, no. <laughs> no, <right. laughs> Chris, I don't think it's what you think it is. Um, <laughs> just Elliot. All right, I have a plan. He just charges through the group of people. <laughs> no, and uh, Elliot is just going to say, "Oh, uh, no, uh, uh, we were just defending ourselves. You know those guys in the suits? Uh, they attacked our, our friend, and you know they work for some sort of billionaire. You probably want to talk to them." Mm. And I'm so, what move is this? Provoke. Uh, oh, baby. There we go. That's a 10. All right. Um, so they stumble. You take a plus one against them. You gain a critical opportunity uh, and you gain influence over them. Uh, no, no, that's not oh. how that works. Uh, it, they do what you want. Oh, they rise the bait and do what you want. Okay, I see. So almost immediately, you feel like this shift in the wind of the crowd. As uh, all of the, like, ire and anger that was originally, or not really anger, but more like genuine concern that was directed to you, immediately shifts elsewhere. And the portly gentleman basically says, uh, like, uh, the portly gentleman almost immediately says, like, oh, and takes off running towards them with the, the crowd of people sort of following in behind. Uh, uh, should we, uh, Am Am Amanda looks to the side and, like, whispers, uh, should we help them? I mean, we are kind of going the same way. I believe that if we want to divert any and all suspicion away from ourselves, assisting them in this matter will make us look good. Uh, look over to Elliot. Yeah, Elliot's like, I mean, yeah, we... Okay. Alright, we will follow them and we will say, Hey, uh, uh, Amanda's actually gonna run up to the lead guy who was, like, who was questioning and say, Oh, hey, I mean, they're pretty dangerous. Do you want some help? Uh, and he kind of like looks kind of almost taken aback by this. Like he kind of assumed that you guys uh, kind of assumed that he goes, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, my name's uh, Jerry, Jerry Tran. Uh, oh. I, I, the owner of the restaurant. Uh, nice to meet you, Jerry. Um, again, uh, sorry about the the wall. Um, Indeed. Uh, we, it is. My, we, it, my friend here and motion to he was just trying to protect our friend who would well, they po they poisoned him, and then so he gets a little yes. emotional. Um, but don't worry, we'll 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 get we'll get these guys to pay for it. Jesus, yeah, let's get these guys. And with a sort of renewed vigor, um, the crowd starts sort of swarming towards the front of the restaurant. By the time that you guys have gotten there, you see that where Goon One was laying in the like the front, the broken uh, patio furniture and windows of the thing, he's no longer there. But you could pretty easily see uh, one guy in a suit hoisting another guy in a suit, sort of trying to make his way against the flow of the crowd a bit further up. I mean, yeah, Ellie's gonna put, like, just point over and yell, hey, there are those guys, those guys who tried to kidnap someone and wreck the restaurant. 
All right. Uh, and so the one of the men in the suit looks back, and suddenly, as if you pulled like an alarm somewhere, the entire like community begins slow, like an entire like groups of people start slowly filing into the street, uh, very much looking to try and uh, stop these individuals. Uh, it's I make sure that we are queerly uh, uh, ingratiated with the with the people around. Um, I give a thumbs up to our uh, to our waiter. <laughs> what was what his was name? Lee name? again? Yeah, Lee. Yeah. Yeah. So Lee's I give a thumbs up to Lee, being like, "Yeah, we're on the same team, right?" Like, she's very unsure because she she does know that he saw the whole wall thing, but she's like trying to she's like trying to win it back. Yeah. Like, you see Lee, and he kind of, like, he, he looks at you, and he looks at those guys, and he just kind of goes, like, yeah! Like, he's giving you that, like, you know, shrug. Amanda turns away and does, like, a little fist bump, a little pump, like, yes! <laughs> so, as the crowd begins to descend on uh, the two, the groups of men, suddenly you hear the sound of, like, metal hitting concrete, and someone shouts, Oh my god, what is that? And there's this loud bang and flash. And the crowd kind of is immediately thrown into a panic by this. Uh, Marcus, you're uh, probably cognizant enough to recognize what a flash bang uh, looks and sounds like. Yep. And uh, with that, utter pandemonium has happened. People are running around in all directions. Uh, very clearly, they were not expecting uh, a miniaturized explosion to go off. What do you guys, So what do you guys do? Uh, have um, the, the suit guys slipped away at this point? Uh, it's kind of hard to see in the throngs of the crowd. They might have ducked into an alleyway somewhere. Um, it's kind of hard to tell unless you can, like, either force your way through the people or get them to calm down somehow. Uh, I, I don't think Elliot would, like, want to force his way through a bunch of people, so... Yeah. Um... Oh, uh, what would it be to like appeal to? Like, would it be a savior role to try and get everyone to calm down? Uh, unfortunately, that's an adult move we don't have. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, none of us are, are have symbol of authority or what is it? Persuade with best interest. I think. Is yeah, the, that's or the, stand that's up the, for something. Yeah. I mean, actually, not one of us does. Oh. Say All right. Ahead. So, Did you take an adult move, Joey? Uh, no, but I can use an adult move. Oh, right! Mm-hmm. Uh, just double check what the... I believe that is a... Uh, <coughs> I believe I need to mark my doom track. Yep. Um, okay. But I will mark my doom track, and then... Uh, sorry, I need to get up the adult move. <clears throat> okay. Uh, I'm going to... What would it be? Persuade with best interests? Yeah, probably persuade with best interests. Okay. That is a seven. All right. So on a seven to nine, they need concrete assurance right now. So right now, people are panicking. For all intents and purposes, a bomb has just gone off in like, uh, or like a small explosion has just happened. They need some sort of assurance that like, you know, people that are injured are going to be taken care of and okay. that or nobody has been hurt all right so uh what amanda's gonna do is that she's going to reach into herself and she looks at at the crowd um and she's like oh this is a lot of people uh, I, I i can tap in a little bit um 
and she 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 pulls her hands back, um, and most of her I'd say most of her constructs that she creates are like purple. But anyone who's like paying attention can see that like a little bit of green begins to swirl into the magic in her hands, and she shoots her hands forward, and a like row of like uh, essentially cover appears to like like semicircular domes to protect people. Okay. Um. So yeah, and like it it goes about as far down the street as she can. Um. And yeah, they're just like. Uh, like, they're not opaque, they're, like, fairly transparent, uh, but they are, like, hardened structures that will... It's like, in case uh, the the flashbang is like, oh, you're all blind, I'm gonna start spraying bullets into this area. Hmm. So people can, like, she protects everyone who doesn't seem like, who seems disoriented or, um, like, blinded. Okay, yeah. So, with that, you manage, uh, you basically manage to calm down the crowd, Mostly by keeping people from, like, running around too much and very clearly, like, sort of warning areas off. Yeah, uh, I imagine anyone who's blind, like, she creates something that they can, like, touch and hold on to. Yeah. Like, you, you so create, they don't like, fall over and hurt themselves. Grab stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And within, like, literally within moments of doing this, um, the panic has almost completely subsided. Uh, unfortunately, looking around in the confusion, it looks like that they've... The, the two men in the suits have managed to, like, move on a bit further. Maybe you could track them down, but you'd have to actually, like, you know, they're they're not immediately present anymore. Hmm. But for the moment, but yes, everyone, it looks like you start going around, sort of double-checking with people. It looks like nobody's injured. A few people are kind of, like, you know, blinded for temporarily, but it'll, uh, Marcus, you know that that will pass in, like, a few minutes at most. Okay, um, Amanda is going to say... Uh, look her, look back and say, look, I'll deal with the people, and she, like, is walking over to, uh, people to check if they're okay. You guys go after them. I'll catch up. Understood. Right. So, with that, I guess, uh, me and Elliot are gonna chase after the asshole that just threw a flashbang into a crowd of people. Yep. Mm-hmm. Alright, so, how, so, you have a general direction of where they're going, but you don't have an exact lock on where they might be headed. So, what are you guys <laughs> gonna do? Uh, I'm going to make a roll to assess the situation to, to see where they're going. Okay. Uh, and I roll poorly. I roll, unfortunately, very poorly. Uh, unless my my superior is higher than I think it is. Oh, my superior is actually incredibly high. Yeah, mine's, uh, mine's two. So. Yeah, uh, Elliot is, a, <laughs> is an insightful person today. Uh, so that's a seven. All right, uh, so you so... may ask one. Um, I guess, um, uh, I guess what's the biggest threat would, would be the, the, the best thing to, to ask here. Cause I was going to think, what here can I use to like track down the, um, the guys oh, yeah. in the suits? I mean, yeah, that's no, your, that's your that goal, is, right? That's a better, so, that's a much better yeah. question. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you remember very distinctly throwing a man through a plate glass window. Uh, that cuts people up something fierce. And sure enough, looking down at the ground, you see faint trails of what looks like blood that sort of lead off in a direction. John, so you right. guys follow him? Yeah, I guess we're following him. So you manage to follow the blood trails, and you get uh, so you manage to round a quick alleyway. Uh, but as you're sort of moving down this sort of narrow alleyway, you suddenly hear the sound of, like, a car peeling out, 
And by the time you manage to find the end of the blood trail, you also find very fresh tire marks, indicating that Uh. the men have managed to get into some sort of getaway vehicle and are now somewhere in the city. Uh, well, Can Elliot identify anything about the tire tracks? Um, they're fairly large. I'd say that you'd know that they're probably on some sort of, like, sedan-esque vehicle. Like, these are not, uh, like, racing slicks, and they're pretty big, wide tires. Mm-hmm. So, big vehicle of some sort. Definitely, you'd say, like, an SUV of some sort. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah, so El- Elliot will say... Mm. At least we know what kind of car to look out for. Uh, at least. Uh, and with that, um, we will say that with Ankh and Zack in the wind, and Ka- and Elliot and Marcus uh, a hair's breadth away from managing to capture these goons, I'll say that that'll be the end for this session. So now let's move on to the end of session moves. Mm. Uh, okay. So, uh, I believe there's no specific order for this, right, uh, John? Uh, no, other than Joey after doing, having to do his specific um, uh, playbook one. Uh, okay, so uh, let's just start at the top and going down. So, Chris? I'd say I grew more into my own image of myself because a friend of mine got attacked and I immediately leapt in to defend them. So, you know, um, basically I am becoming more... Um, What's the term I'm looking for? More proactive? Not quite. Uh, protective? Not not protective either. Like I took the initiative. I'm looking for a word like that. Or I mean, yeah. Yeah, uh, like... yeah basically. Yeah, I'm more reactive to immediate threats and stuff. So that hmm. works for me. All right. So which labels are you can shift one label up and one label down? Okay. Um, I am going to shift mundane down and superior up okay and next up is joey okay so i will say that i grew closer to the team Uh um so who made you feel welcome Hmm. Uh, marcus i guess i don't know like it it, uh, the the it that question is tough for me because uh, I feel like the growing closer was just like I did something for the team, mm. not mm, so maybe maybe I grew more into my own image of myself too. I was gonna say that sounds a bit more like you're growing into your own image of yourself. Yeah, you know what? I'll take that and I'll shift my labels. Uh, so, I will... how was uh, how do you see yourself, and uh, like why is it that you've grown into your own image of yourself? Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's the idea is that like I took I. Not similarly to uh, Marcus, I like when we got into a dangerous situation. I knew what to do and I acted appropriately, and I did something. I I somewhat sacrificed for others instead of just using my power for myself. Hmm. Uh, to the point where I even dipped into my doom sign a little bit. Okay. Um, so what yeah, labels I'll, are you shifting? So yeah, I'll shift savior up and superior down. Okay. Um, and. Now and, you have your uh, my, and I did. I, I would say that I did move closer to like dealing with my doom. Yes, because you have physically moved closer to um, your doom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's uh, that's it for me. So. All right. Uh. And now we go on to John. Um. I think I grew cro- closer to 
Zach, uh, because we uh, had a fun time at the museum together. That works. And I believe Zach has... Yes, I ha- already have influence over you. Yep. So I'm going to say... I'm going to shift your... Let's say your mundane up and your freak down. Because, oh, okay. hey, we were just kids at the museum. It was a fun time. All right. So that's a minus two to a minus one and a minus one to a minus two. Ooh. All right. And last but not least, Jonathan. Right. Um, this is kind of an interesting one to me. Uh, this is a bit of a complex session for Ankh. I think I'm going to say that Ankh overall grew closer to the team. Um he was able to use his, you know, unique abilities to get Zach out of a really tricky spot, right? Uh, he's the one who, like, hoisted Zach up and, and got him out of immediate danger. Uh, and Ankh really looks up to Zach, you know? Ankh, Zach is kind of like a like a, a role model in a way. So for Ankh to be able to, like, do this uh, for Zach, it really makes him feel like, oh, okay, we're all in this together, like... It's, it's not just, like, Zach, who's leading the charge all the time. Like, I've got to do things, too. Um, you know, I've, I've got to take responsibility sometimes. So I think that was a big moment for him. Okay. Uh, and I do not have... Zach does not have influence over you, so he will just take yet influence over you. And uh, then you may either clear a condition or mark potential. Okay. Um, and also, John, uh, you may do the same. Yes, I currently have a condition afraid. I'm going to get rid of that. Uh, I don't have any conditions, so I'm going to just mark potential. Okay. And with that, uh, that'll be the end of this session. Thank you all so much for joining us. And hopefully you will join us again next time. Uh, have a good evening and good night, everyone. Night, all. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listen to these nerds at gmail.com.